0: Everybody. we are pumped up. Welcome to Separation Nation, bringing great content to you again today. So we're asking you to like, share, whatever your preferred platform for podcasters is that you listen to on a consistent basis. Google Podcasts, Apple, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, whatever it is that you like. Spotify, make sure that you're subscribing, that you click like. We'd love for you to share the actual episode feed where you can click the button there and share it on your social media and help us get the message out. Help us find the people that are interested in learning to be, do, and have more on what the separators are that separate the ultra successful from people that just kind of coast through life and, and live in mediocrity. So we're excited to bring another episode today and also make sure you're liking, if you like us on the audio platform, go to our YouTube at agents resource group. Like, subscribe there, share from there as well. Don't just subscribe on one platform. We'd love to have you on the video side and the audio side as well. So today we're going to be talking about work-life balance. Does it really exist, John Tanner? Tell us, does it exist?
1: Well, you know me as good as anybody. We've worked together for years and years and years, and this is an area that I've always struggled in. Um, I've come to the realization that balance is a good servant but a terrible master. What I mean by that is, I believe you can get on the rut on either side. Um, as an entrepreneur, as a business owner, as running multiple businesses, it's impossible to work a 40-hour week. It's impossible to work eight eight hours a day. Um, but what I found that has helped me more than anything in this area is doing away with the lines. And what I mean by that is, Society and tradition teaches us um, get a job, go to school, get an education, get a job, clock in, clock out. if you're going to be a person that embraces the separators that we talk about, clocking in and clocking out's not a, it's it's not um something that's going to be available in your life. I can't clock in when I get to the office and then clock out and go home and turn the entrepreneur off. There's no switch there's no magic formula to where okay I come home I'm daddy I'm husband I'm no longer a business owner I'm no longer a builder I'm no longer an entrepreneur there's just no switch that I can cut off I don't think that's a bad thing when I come to this office we just took a break in between shooting some other videos my wife is at the office doing some work I go over I'm not going to look at my wife and say okay I'm working I don't have time for a kiss. No, I'm a husband all the time. It's just like I'm an entrepreneur all the time. I quit trying to find that switch. I really struggle with that for years and years and years. I show up at home to be the father I need to be. I show up to be the daddy I need to be. And this is something you've heard me say many, many times. When I'm at home and when I'm with my family, whether it's at home, whether it's on the weekends, whether it's at the movies, whether it's on vacation, wherever, I try to give them quality time because I know I can't give them quantity time. But one thing, if you ask any of my kids, or if you ask my wife, they don't, when we eat supper, when we're at home, it's seven thirty, eight o'clock at night, they're not going to find me on a recliner, vegging out, with a cold beer in my hand, watching TV. That's just, that's not my life, it's not who I am. Because I know that those minutes are precious. I know that 30 minutes, putting together a, just take for instance yesterday, I put together a jigsaw puzzle with my daughter, took us 30 minutes because i let her do most of the work that time is better than four hours ignoring her watching tv yeah i'm with her but am i really with her so i try to be conscious of that to give them that quality time because i know i can't always give them that quantity time another way that i try to balance balance if you can balance balance if it even exists is I've got an open-door policy. I've got a, you know, my wife calls me multiple times during the day. If I can't take it, she understands. But I, I don't shut down as a father and husband when I step into this office. I'm always available to be that.
0: I don't try to find that switch to turn it off and on. Yeah, well, with, with work-life balance, one things that we see that affects a lot of people, especially in the sales career, where discipline's necessary, you're not punching the clock. It's it's not a career where, you know, or excuse me, a job where a lot of people show up, you know, and there's actual policy and you can be reprimanded if you're on your telephone or something like that. And our career field is very much numbers based. So as long as the producer's going out producing, the numbers make sense. They're doing what they need to do day in and day out or week in and week out. You know, there's a lot of freedom in that especially in sales related careers what i found is you have a lot of people that feel torn on that deal because they they feel like if they don't make every baseball game now that they can so to speak or if they don't they're not back for every recital practice and i'm not saying miss the real important things you should make an effort to be at the at the key mark things but i i do see a lot especially parents uh, single people don't seem to struggle with it as much but parents that have kids at home that are involved in things and once they get involved just for example in our career there's always that pressure that well now that I can I have to be at everything and what you end up happening is they don't know how to multitask and how to really you got to learn to be able to be all things at all time. I mean you ask me I don't have a nine to five I got to when my eyes wake up to when they close at night and half the time that don't even work because I'm dreaming about the business I mean literally last night I was dreaming about, this is going to sound funny, but I was dreaming about deposits, uh, which are much larger than what they are now. But in my dream, I was ecstatic. So hopefully that's a <laughs> Maybe that's, that's a, a God a dream, you know. But, but I mean, I'm dreaming about the business at least half the week. I mean, it's just because what you focus on, you empower. What you think on, you bring on. What you think about, you bring about. And I, I'm a focused individual. I'm on a mission. You and I are building an empire, along with our, our spouses, and we're doing what we need to do. And so when that's your focus, I mean, you can't help but that, but that be the thing that drives you. But what we see when a lot of people are trying to kind of come into that mindset and get acquainted is is when they're in the field, they feel pressure and they feel, you know, bad because they're not at home. Sometimes they even feel condemned, you know, that well, I should be able to leave early and go do this. And then when they're at home, they're thinking about what they need to be doing in the field because they didn't close enough or they didn't make enough money for last week. And, and so what you end up is you're a whole lot of nowhere. You ain't you at you both places and at neither all at the same time. That's when right. if you could get your focus in life right and remove all of that junk and understand that when I'm at work, I'm going to be at work. If something arises and I need to take a phone call from my spouse or handle a personal issue, I will. But I'm, when I'm at work, I'm going to be at work when I'm at home. I'm going to be at home. But don't get so rigid like some people I know, and, and to be quite frank with you, most people that I know that are like this got a, a whole lot of nothing to begin with. But in their mind, they think there's something. But, oh, when I'm home, I, keep, I will not take a phone call from an employee. I'm not going, I'm going to turn my phone off. I'm not. Well, you're going to miss a lot of stuff, Jack, that's going to get you in a bind right. if you have that outtake. Be at home. When you're at home, be at home. Enjoy the time with your family and kids. But if that phone rings and somebody that works, for, you know, with you, for you, alongside of you, needs you, needs your help, be there to take a phone call. Nobody's going to drop dead and die, and nothing's going to go amiss because you was able to do two things at once. Well, and, I mean, you and I, because we vacation together being, you know, um
1: for the ones that don't know that's listening to the podcast, Justin and our brother-in-laws. And uh, so we – you know, at least once, twice a year vacation together. And we're, I mean, you got two people that own and run a company together, okay? Um, If we shut our phone off for seven days while we're at the beach, I mean, we're going to come back to a mess. A loss. And and so, you know, you can't forsake the vehicle that afforded you the vacation just because you're on a vacation. And so, I mean, and, and there's a number of times where I've, you know, um, I've been on my vacation. You, 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 as well. Uh, with where I'm on my where the whole family's at the beach, and I'm back in the room on the laptop trying to handle business. I'll be there momentarily. But this has got to take. You, this has got to happen because the world does not shut down just because we're on vacation or just because we want to take a Friday off. And this, it, it, and you know, being an entrepreneur, being in the type of business that we are, and a lot of people that listen to this podcast, whether you're in real estate, whether they're in. You know, insurance or financial services or whatever. You you do have freedom, but you have to protect that at all cost. And and one thing that's helped me a lot, and I know, and and you you you're probably better at this than I am, but having your family on board with what you do. You know, this isn't my job. This is our job. This is not my career. This is our career. This is not me out here building something while y'all hold down the fort but we as a team it's a team effort this is me this is my wife this is my kids everybody gets involved in this to the point that they know yes i can set my schedule any way i want so if i need to make a 10 o'clock school appearance because my son's in a play i can make that 10 o'clock School appearance, but I can't always make that, and that has to be respected by the entire deal. Because what well, we've seen, you and I've seen this a lot with, with insurance agents and financial professionals. They leave the nine to five, they come here, and all of a sudden they got all this freedom, but they can't handle it, and and because they they feel the freedom of being able to set their schedule any way they want to. They lose respect for it to the point that they try to make every little thing that they couldn't make when they were working that nine to five. And what suffers is the end result because they were not able to to manage their time effectively. Now, financially, they're paying the price because it wasn't respected. And then all of a sudden, that spouse that put the drag on that time, and that, and that, that did not quite understand the the focus and the energy and the effort that a, that a, the job or the career was going to take. Now all of a sudden they suffer, or we suffer
0: together because we don't respect that. Well, I mean, bottom line, like you said, it's about quality and not about quantity. At the end of the day, your wife don't want you around her near as much as you but that's think, exactly right. Or your spouse don't, and your kids, you know. They're not sitting there, but but people have a tendency in their in their mind to make that whole situation something that it's not. And you work harder than ever, it, you know. the the As an entrepreneur, you know, if you're an actual entrepreneur and not a entrepreneur like we like to talk about, but you're able to, I mean, work in exotic locations. You might be in an exotic location, but you're going to work because if you That's don't work, something. you're not going to have nothing to come back to. And so it gives you the freedom. Basically, you work as hard, if not harder than you ever have in your life, but you have the freedom to be able to go and to work basically when, whenever you want, wherever you want, as long as you're still tending to the business of making sure that the job gets done. And so it's about quality. I mean, if my kids aren't seeing me at every little old practice, every little old event they have, they understand because they have bought in because daddy has sold them. You got to sell your family too, not just your prospective customers or prospects. You got to sell your family. They got to know the vision. They need to understand. They got to buy into the That's vision, true. know why you're doing what you're doing. Here's what daddy's doing. Let me show you a little fruit of it. Here's a trip. Here's where we're going. We're going to do this. You know, take this nice vacation here, or go do this trip here. And when you're there, you're able to actually be there. You're not worried about, is it going to take me six months or a year to pay this off on a credit card I'm charging up? so that we can come have this experience you're not worrying about all the details can i go on vacation but i can only eat out twice and we're gonna make sandwiches in the condo dress the you're able to go and actually live fully enjoy what you do and while you're doing it be present be in the moment be intentional and when you're out and you go bust your ass and you work hard every day you understand that the few things i might have to miss those things are going to be greatly eclipsed by the phenomenal times that this hard work is producing because you got to pay the price today to pay any price tomorrow. And you got to be willing to work like others won't so you can live like others don't. And it comes at a price. It comes Success requires sacrifice, bottom line, period. And that's why, you know, I, I was on another podcast the other day, and that's what I told him. In the first several years of me being in this business, I was going so hard like a horse with blinders on. I, I don't remember a lot of that time. It was a blur. You leave early, you get home at dark, but it's afforded me to be where we're at today. I can sit here and shoot podcasts all day long and not having to necessarily physically make a sale because I've got 10 years of momentum behind me.
1: Well, it's a season of emphasis. There's seasons where you have to put emphasis on certain areas. You know, you and I were the same. You were in a car headed this way, I was in a car headed that way, making personal sales, living off of what basically um, living off of the sales. If you don't, it's kind of like the old hunter. You eat what you kill. If you don't kill anything, you don't eat anything. That's kind of you know a, um, weird way of putting it. But I mean, it's the truth. But that season in your life was the same season in my life. We had to put the emphasis on work. We had to, and you see that in a, in a lot of different careers. You look at um, you look at a fireman. If he gets the call, there's a house on fire across the street. And he's in his bunk at two o'clock in the morning and he gets the call he's gonna go fight the fire he ain't got time for work sleep balance he ain't got time you know because there's a there's emphasis needed you look at a soldier he gets deployed to afghanistan for nine months. He's not going to see his family for nine months. It's a season of emphasis. His country needs him. Sure, his family needs him, but his country needs him as well. So all of a sudden, his life's way out of balance. Now, there'll be a time when he'll come home and he'll spend time with his family. But those seasons of emphasis, you and I, we kind of laughed about it talking about it the other day. I think we both gained 30 pounds during that time because right. we didn't get to the gym like we used to. We were eating on the road and picking up a sub sandwich here. And I'm not saying neglect your health. Fitness and health is very important. Um, but it was just a season in our life where we were bringing a business out of the ground and we were working and grinding and hustling. We didn't have time to worry about all this. I didn't have time to feel guilt if I wasn't at home by nine o'clock. Some, there was times I got in the same way with you. My wife's already in bed and as the kids come along, they're already in bed too. And I just have to figure that out, getting back to the quantity versus quality I may get in at 10 o'clock at night because I was out working, not just working for me, but working for them too. I may miss moments, but I'm working so that I can create other moments. And those moments that I'm going to create may not necessarily be sitting around the TV watching cartoons. It may be that trip that I get to take them on. And it ain't all about trips and, and, and lavish living and all of that, but it is good to be able to, because kids remember trips. I know, look back at my childhood, I remember going to the beach. I remember going to the mountains. I remember camping. I remember these different things. So I'm working so that I can create those moments that they would not be able to have if I didn't work
0: the way I do. And when a kid sees the moments, and they see, I mean, things that are experiential last much longer than things that are discussed or talked about or communicated. So, when the kid gets to go off and they're able to connect now, or a wife even is able to connect, okay, I might have been ill with my husband because I ain't felt like, you know, for the past two or three years that I've had adequate amount of time. He's come home late in the evenings, you know, working, and I try to talk to him. And, you know, or something I I tell my wife all times on certain nights, maybe I don't, you know, men get a lot of 2,000 words a day, and mine was going by 10 a.m. You're <laughs> barely going to hear a grunt out of me. Just forgive me ahead of time, you know? But what makes that worth it is when they're able to tie and experience, you know, because one thing I told my wife when we got together, because I didn't, I didn't have much whether I looked like I did or not. Just went through a hard time, lost everything. Right. filed a chapter seven bankruptcy. I mean, it was, I'd been through a season. You'd been through a rough season. Sure. and didn't have nothing. But one thing I told her is I said, listen, because she knew something about my past. I said, you know, I had this and this and this, and I was doing this and doing pretty good in my late 20s, whatever. If you have it, just trust me on this. If I ever had it once, I know how to get there again. If you'll just hang, trust me, if you just hang with me, you know, we're going to go places. We're going to get back there. And it was a few years before we went places. But hopefully you got one that loves you enough to hang with you hang in a hard time. Right. But then when they start getting that experience and they get a taste of that, you're like, you know what, he's kept his promise to me. We are building an empire. We are getting to do things. We do have more money in the We're not as stressed now. And so once you sell and close, everything in life you want is a sale and everything you get is a commission. If your kids is begging to go to McDonald's and you finally win them over and get them to go to the steakhouse with you, you know that's a sale and a commission. Everything in life is sales, bottom line. And you got to sell your family. They got to buy into it, and they got to understand what they're doing. And then we also have to understand what our primary objective is, and be realistic about what we're doing and why we're doing it. I I like physical fitness. I'm into it. I work out in the gym five, six days a week, six when I when I can. Always five. You know, and the older I get, the more I do it just to try to stay halfway in shape. I'm not trying to be a magazine model, but I got to understand what's my primary objective is my primary objective to be so consumed with health and fitness that it takes four hours of my life every day or am I a position in life understanding my objectives that I want to build a company and an organization does that take is that my primary objective and then I'm going to just do my best to be in the gym is the gym important yes but you're not going to catch me in there four or five hours a day trying to do all these competitions at this stage in life and I've done all that before and putting all this time effort and energy in there I'm just going to do my best to eat right train be active stay healthy you know and and the trainer training me you know his uh my my love handles might be a little mm-hmm. thicker than his but his wallet ain't going to be as thick as mine either okay so you got to understand your primary objective and you got too many people out here you know that are trying to do something and be something that's just—it's never going to happen. It's, it shouldn't be their primary objective. I'm never, as much as I might love a certain sport. If I love basketball, I'm—you know—I'm too old and fat at this time, and I'm not tall enough. I'm not going to be LeBron James. I can love it all day long, but you got to be real, realistic about what your primary objective is, and you can't be out there. So many people that come to you to your office and to my office and show up. And they're fussing about money, and I'm broke, and I don't have this, and don't have that, and so they're fixing to repossess this. But we know good and well they're in the gym taking selfies all day when they could be working. You know?
1: Well, and that—that's the thing, you know. Fitness is is very important to all of us. Um, but it, again, like I said, opening this podcast, it's it's a it's a great servant, but a terrible master. I mean, it, it, and. And and I don't know if if I'll answer the question myself. Maybe you'll answer better. Balance is something we need, but I don't know that we can ever truly obtain it simply because of of the different things we said, like with the you know points of emphasis in our in our lives. But I think a lot of times people, and and I've said this before, people will make themselves busy so that they can feel like they're doing something. Mm. But at the end of the day, being busy and being productive are two totally different Completely things. Different. And so, you know, spending five hours in the gym, great. If that's your career, if that's what you do, if you're a trainer or you're a, a model or you're a competitor, uh, that's great. You need to. Five hours might not be enough. You've got to do more than the competition. But if it's something that's going to just serve you in life, and it's for health and it's for these different reasons, then you're going to have to manage. Manage is much better uh, word than balance going to manage your time in such a way that you can be as productive as possible and that's again that's the um the difference in working a job j-o-b nine to five 40 hours a week clock in and clock out and actually running a business or actually being an entrepreneur actually being in business um for yourself it's it's not about getting your eight hours in anymore it's not about getting your 40 hours in anymore it's not about making overtime now it's about doing as much as i absolutely can within allotted time frames and uh i if i've got 12 hours today that i can put in before i have to 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 make another commitment i've got to do as much as possible in that time so balance changes so much when you're in business for yourself
0: well, you just got to make a choice. At the end of the day, it's about decisions. And for me personally, and also any major actual real influencers, real successful people that have really built things, built real businesses that not just made, therefore, no more rich. You now we talk about the difference in success and significance, but people that have actually become significant and built something. I mean, I don't know any of them that's not physically fit or at least make an effort to be physical every day, day in and day out. But they also have to understand their objectives and their primary time. The, 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 the lion's share time in their day is going to go towards what can be monetized because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, oxygen is, is, I mean, other than oxygen money's the most important thing out there. It's just the bottom line. You can't do nothing without it. And so, you know, you can't be broke. And then go spend work days chasing a white ball on the golf course. Now, if you got plenty of money, and you got residual income, and you got passive income, and you busted your ass for thirty years or twenty years, and you built and sold a company and done, and that's what you want to do. God bless you. Go be happy. That's what this is for. If you don't want to work no more, and you got you got more than enough, then God bless you. But there's too many people that we see day in and day out that are online, even locally that you know. They got a slick Instagram account and they're trying to be an influence and they're doing all these things. You can't bring influence if you hadn't brought any change to your own life. You know, it doesn't, so many people got it backwards. I mean, likes and, and follows. If you hadn't built something, you're not going to be able to turn around and reverse monetize that deal. If that makes sense. Right. And so you got to be willing to go out. You got to build something you know, and I, I that's what I talked about the other day. I was talking with an individual, and they said, well, ultimately, here's where I want to be. I just want to wear a nice suit. I want to be able to travel the world and speak at all these conventions and conferences. And I'm sitting here, and I'm saying, that's great. That's wonderful. That's a great aspiration to have. But you do understand you got to build something of substance, put in the time, work hard effort. And you got to have the time factor to take place. And you got to build that and be consistent over time for people to take you seriously, to want to hear what you got to say and want to even have you in to to speak on their platform. And so in today's society, and that's another thing you face with work-life balance, you see all these people that are out of balance in the aspect of they want the end result without doing all the work. They want to go through and say, okay, I want the result, but I don't want to be a part of the process. Well, the process is where you find out, and and life proves if you're worthy of the result. And so the, the main thing is this, work, during the season of emphasis that it's time to work so that you can build what you can build to have the freedom to do what you need to do. Because even in our industry, so many people come and they're drawn because, oh, well, it's a sales job. I got freedom. Well, no, not really. You can earn freedom with this job, but you're not going to come here and take off case, rah, 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 when you want to and build anything and survive this industry. You got to understand it's going to be hard on you. You're going to have to work harder to set the momentum in your favor so that you can earn the freedom that it will bring. But everybody wants to be an entrepreneur because they think, oh, time freedom. I can sleep in here. I can go fishing on Thursday. No, you can't, Hoss. Not, you <laughs> no. can, but you all you're all you going to be is fooling yourself. You're going to be another wantrepreneur or another moneyer. You're full of shit. You just got yourself confused. You can feel like you're somebody. You can put entrepreneur or life coach or guru on your Instagram all day long and call yourself that. But does your bank account line up with it? Because at the end of the week, all that matters is your deposit.
1: Well, and it's just getting the cart before the horse. You know, you and I worked, how long did we work before we ever, you know, started trying to, and and I still suck at it, suck at social media. Uh, it's one area of my life I'm not consistent in. Um, but, I mean, how long did we work before we ever started posting stuff? Or, you know, it's you just can't get the car before the horse. It's just like so many people we see, they want to take, you know, I was walking out um, outside the other day and you had your car parked in the front and I was telling you about it. There was a guy leaned up against your car having somebody else take his picture because he wanted to post <laughs> on Instagram a picture of him next to somebody else's car. And that's fine. I mean, I, I and I, I know I'm probably – you know, out of balance. But I, I just, to, to me, if, you, if you're if you not there yet, you're not there yet. It's like you're talking about, I love to play, you know, I say I love to play golf. At the end of the day, I suck at golf because I don't put the time in. Golf's one of those things, you can't play once a month and be good at it. You can't play, you know, really, you got to hit balls at least every other day to be good at it. And even at 42 years old and where I am in life, I could take Friday off and play golf every Friday if I wanted to. But I just don't feel like even at 42, where I am, I just don't feel like I'm there yet. I don't know when I'll be there. I don't know if it's 70 when I'll be there. I live on one of the prettiest golf courses in the state of Georgia. You live on a golf course. We don't play golf. And nothing against that. You know, I've had, I've had multiple people tell me, and you'll like this, I've had multiple people tell me that you're, you're, you would make a lot of money on the golf course if you would play. You know who's never told me that? Rich people. It's right. No, never told me that. As a matter of fact, one of the most successful people I know that I was talking to the other day, he he actually uh, stopped over at my house on his golf cart. He don't play golf. Um, but we were talking about golf because we watch golf from time to time on TV, and I just say, you know, I'm terrible at golf. I suck at golf because I never play. I just don't feel like, you know, I can't justify taking five hours off because, again, it's time. I've got so much time. That's one thing we all have equal. We may not have the same amount of money. We may not have the same amount of smarts, the same amount of talent, but every person that walks this earth has got the same amount of time. we got this 24 hours a day. It's what you do with it. And I got a family, and I got work, and I pretty much break down everything in my life has to do with either faith, family, finances, or fitness. It's the four priorities in my life. I'm going to work out. I'm going to spend time with my family. I'm going to try to keep my faith in order. I'm going to try to make time for the spiritual things. And and then we got finances, which is, is a big deal. And it's every day as time gets, f- f- um, as time passes, the the world we live in, finances is so very important. And you may not say it's important, but everybody listening to this podcast, everybody you come in contact with, they spend more time during the day, during the week, working for finances or worrying about finances. So it's very. Very important, but I, I just don't feel like I'm there yet. And that's where we, we were talking about a while ago. We get people get the cart before the horse, they say, Okay, I'm in this new career, I'm starting this new business, I can finally take Fridays off and play golf. Well, you may not be able to. That may be something that you have to put on the side so you go through a season of emphasis and you concentrate on that career and you concentrate on that family because here's what I'm not going to do. If I have a week where I've got to work 60 hours or 70 hours, let's take a CPA, for instance. It's tax season. We just filed our tax returns yesterday, last day to file them. If I call my CPA and on Saturday before the tax deadline and say, listen, I need to talk to you because Tuesday's coming, he's going to be at his office working on Saturday. He's going to be at his office working on Sunday because it's a season of emphasis for him. His family knows, okay, tax season's in, the deadline's Tuesday. It's going to take, because I'll tell you this, if I call him on Saturday and he ain't available, he won't be my CPA next year because I need him. I need him by that deadline. He knows that, and he's got sense, and I know that. And so same way with me. I've got certain clients that if they need me on a Saturday, they know they're going to get me. They absolutely know they're going to get me because I'm not turning that off just because i'm trying to balance things
0: well lack of direction not lack of time is the issue because we all got 24 hours in a day and so you have to know what your emphasis season is you have to have direction in that time and then you got to direct your attention to what needs it at that moment you got to be fluid but i mean you and i've talked to and we know some producers and things that say well i went on vacation and answered my phone all week But then they also want to bitch and complain because they're not where we are, not where they think they should be in life. But, I mean, insanity is doing the same thing over and over again, expecting a different result. If you don't like where you're at, you're not a tree, get up and change. Bring change to your life. Take control of your life. It's life by design. You're the one that's in control. You're the one that holds the key.